0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsightless, the sporadic podcast where I talk about life, role-playing games, or whatever else might be running around inside of my head. But mostly role-playing games, I promise. Yeah, so got done running the fourth session of the Rat Hack, which is from now on what I'm calling... (laughs) This weird version of Pathfinder that I'm running. Thank you, Spike Pit, for the awesome idea. Yeah, so the rat hack. Session four. All combat, all day. Wow, man. I did not think that the combat would take two and a half hours. But it it pretty much did. <laughs> it pretty much did. I mean, closer to three. Probably two hours and 45 minutes. Uh. Going on three hours. And, you know, roll 20 accounts for some of that. If we were playing at the table, things would probably go faster. People, you know, not paying attention and then trying to decide what to do when it's their turn instead of before their turn. That adds a little bit to it, but really, what added to the fight, the time it took, was that there were 17 bad guys (laughs) versus the five PCs. There were 12 Rippers, three Wolves, a Ripper Boss, and then a giant Scorpion. And then... Their friend, the Unicorn, showed up to help out. Uh, so there was 18 NPCs on the field. <laughs> that That's tough to run. Uh, I did my best. I thought it went pretty well. The uh, players did a good job. I was a little concerned at first because I had told a few of them, if you guys just walk up through the front door, things are going to go bad. And they started just walking up towards the front. So the scene is um, a ruined, an old ruined fortress. It's basically crumbled walls and a few crumbled down buildings, single story buildings and a fallen tower. And that's what they're looking at. Um, And so, yeah, they just started going just like straight down the middle of Main Street. And I was like, oh, shit. But then they ended up splitting off a little bit and kind of sneaking around some. They took two rippers out while they were still asleep cuz they did attack during the middle of the day, so that was good. Rippers don't like the light. These two were tucked under a tree and uh the party found them, dispatched them quickly and quietly. Good stuff. But then from there it just kind of got buck wild. It started off really good for the PCs. Uh the Sorcerer, Millie, blasted three of them with uh Burning Hands. And so I don't know if anyone's noticed yet. I told the players today so I could talk about it here. But so far, all the Rippers they have fought have been minions. So when I'm talking about how there's 12 Rippers, if they get hit or if they fail a saving throw, they die. It doesn't matter how much damage. So that's why I'm getting away with throwing more at them. Otherwise, it would be it it'd be hectic. <laughs> it would be a bad scene for everybody. Uh, but that's the beauty of minions. You can huck a whole bunch of them at a party, and it's super dangerous. But it's it's just they're they're more fun encounters, I think, because they're winnable but also very dangerous. And yeah, it, it was just great. And you got to play smart. So, like in all extended combats go, it went in waves. You know, for a while, the party was doing really well. Then the Ripper boss got on the board. uh, And the Ripper boss, he was something they'd never seen before. While he looked like a Ripper, his eyes were actually blue sapphires instead of the regular red fire drops. And he was fast, crazy fast. So So fast, in fact, that he could act twice during the initiative (laughs) with a 60 foot move speed each time he was fucking trucking man. He was dangerous and got more dangerous because for a while he was just stabbing fools with his short sword. Uh, there was a few wolves on the board wolves in Pathfinder have trip. So when it, when a wolf bites a PC, that PC, could get tripped, and a wolf gets a free trip attack, and boom, Marcin the rogue went down, uh, got tripped by a wolf, and spent a few rounds down, because standing up provokes attacks of opportunity, so the rogue boss was just stabbing him while, while Marcin was laying on the ground, just getting stabbed by the goblin boss until he went unconscious, almost died. Uh, then the party killed a few more they finished off the wolves killed a few more rippers and so now there's no rippers left boom then this giant scorpion comes breaking out of the this pit in the ground that the um, rippers had covered over with some hasty boards but uh towards the middle of the combat a ripper had run over there and Throwing up the boards and the players are like Oh what the hell did he throw up the boards for And then a couple of rounds later boom This big fuck off scorpion comes jumping out That they have to deal with So Marson's down The cleric Rosie's healing uh, I'm running Lofe the witch Because that player has to miss every other Saturday so I'm Doing a terrible Job at it <laughs> but whatever I'm doing my best uh rosie's like i said healing folks and yeah it went up in waves and then towards the end uh rosie did a really good used her once a day ability to cast the entangle spell did that on the scorpion before it could even like get up in the mix because when the first scorpion first came up out of the pit there were three dead ripper bodies right there and it just went yeah and started eating those uh but once it was finished with those Rosie uh, entangled it so it was stuck there for hella days. And then the Ripper boss got filthy. He started kiting, which is where you use ranged attacks and keep running backwards. And I was like, okay, so he moves away and pulls out a short bow. And then I remembered and looked, oh no, he doesn't pull out a short bow, he pulls out this broken branch with a emerald at the end of it and boom fires off a green ray at bartholomew and smash in the face for 2d4 acid damage max damage slap dude and so now (laughs) now the ripper boss who gets to act twice on a turn has a wand that shoots out 2d4 worth of acid damage and it's a touch attack So it's easier to hit targets with touch attacks than with regular attacks that target their regular armor class. And yeah, things got nasty. Bartholomew went down. Marcin went down. uh, Lofe, the witch, is totally out of spells. Millie, the sorcerer, is probably out of spells. If not, maybe one left. Rosie, I think, is down to one spell and a channel. But at the end of the fight, with the help of the unicorn that they had saved the life of the previous session. Yeah, they they ended up winning the day. And when they did, they heard muffled shouts coming from one of the buildings they hadn't explored Uh, (laughs) because they didn't scout the scene much at all. Like (laughs) the fight got going and boom, it was going and it took the whole fucking time. So that's where we had to end it. Uh, we'll start off next session. And that actually worked out really well because <clears throat> I had done a bunch of, not a bunch, but I had I'd, I'd done a little prep, made some handouts and stuff, and they're sort of important. And I was kind of bummed because uh, Lofe the Witch, that player wasn't going to be there this session. And I thought they would get to that stuff this session. And the fact that they didn't actually works out because now low face player will be at the game when that stuff most likely comes into play. So that's that, that worked out really well. And it was a fun, fun ass session. You know, combats are long, but there's, there's so much you can do in a pathfinder combat that even though they're long, if you're engaged with the game they're not boring <clears throat> because there's just something you can probably do to help uh even if you're missing a lot like that was part of the problem uh Bartholomew missed a bunch in the beginning but like what happens in all fights you know like i said it's waves So Bartholomew, miss, 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 miss. But he ended up getting the killing blow on both the giant scorpion and the ripper boss. So, yeah, it all works out in the end. And, yeah, now the the heroes are alone in this camp. And they heard, right as we ended, muffled cries coming from one of the buildings. Please help us, help us, help us. And that's where we ended. So we'll see what happens next session. Maybe they'll just leave and not investigate that. That would be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome, man. I would fucking that would crack my crack me up. Anyway, that's it. It was a good session. The rat hack seems to be working so far, uh, and things are things are about to get spicy. That was a spicy fight. Things are about to get spicy in the world of a pleasant green land, a green and pleasant land. Is the name of my campaign. That's what I named it. That's a quote from something. Probably a book. Maybe the Bible. I don't know. What's it a quote from somebody? Uh, Well, nobody. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. I get more engagement on my calls into other people than I do on my own show. So that's awesome. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah, that was it. I'm going to get out of here now and I will catch you all next time. Until then, peace out. One more thing. I really tried to use uh, Hanker and Furnail, old Runehammers, his uh, three T's when I was putting this encounter together. The threat, the timer, and the treats. So I really wanted to make sure there were treats here. It was I knew it was going to be a really hard fight, and that's what I wanted it to be. But I wanted there to be some treats Uh, that's how Hankerin does it and i think it's a great idea so i had dropped the hint that there were these things called snowberries that's what uh, ended up curing the plague that killed so many people hundreds of years ago and there's also some magical properties to them some magical healing properties and basically they work like the spell goodberry so if you find a snowberry bush you can grab up 2d4 of them and they last for i don't know i haven't decided that yet probably a couple days maybe a d4 days or something and each berry you have cures one hit point worth of damage you can eat as many berries as you want as a standard action so if you have six you could eat all six or five or three or four or whatever anyway so i said that i started them off right next to one uh, and I was like, "Oh, yes." Lufe sees these berries and she grabs a few, and I had some more scattered around the map, but uh, they were on, in the GM layer. I would have shown them when they got a little closer. But yeah, they, <laughs> you know, like I said, they, the the fight started and they didn't really have time to explore much. So, but I I love Hankerin's that thought, the timer, the threat, and the treat. Uh, My other treat was Uni the Unicorn. I knew since they had saved the unicorn's life, the unicorn would be around to pitch in if it felt it was needed. So it came in towards the very end. Probably would have been fine even without it, but it never hurts. So, yeah, I didn't really have a timer other than this fight if it goes for too long you're all gonna die that was pretty much the timer but I know Hank usually puts a set timer and then other things happen but I just sort of things came not really in waves but not all at once either so anyway the three t's threat timer treat good stuff Hacker Infernail rules rune hammer is awesome and that's it again for me so bye